Okay, welcome in everybody. Um, so today I am with Coach Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy, how you doing? Good, good. How you doing, Coach? Not too bad. So we thought it'd be fun to kind of go over the top 50 um, all-time players in the PNTT through the uh, first uh, six seasons, I guess, now. Um, yeah. Or I, I guess, sorry, it's only been five, but still. Um, so some players got, I mean, you, you obviously, a couple things just to help understand uh, how we rate the players and how we determine who's the best and who isn't you get more credit for the more tourneys you play in. So um, an average player that played in three or four is going to do a lot better than a player that had one season that was incredible, but only played in the tournament once. Um, so I'm looking at you. Uh, I'm looking at you, Kevin Fincher. Um, <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, he did great one season, but you know, it was only one season. So, uh, so we're going to kind of go through some of these players, um, talk. It's kind of a complex uh, um, formula that I didn't make, but um, yeah, we're going to talk about it. So uh, we will start off by going from 50 to 31 on this podcast. And then in a, f- a future podcast, we'll go from 30 to 11. Mm-hmm. And then we will talk about the top 10 players. Um of all time in the PNTT. So it should be fun. I got a couple of coaches recordings that talk about kind of uh, what they think of some of their players. Um, not, I mean, only like three coaches did. I asked a few more, but you know, can't get everyone to do it. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, it's like pulling teeth. No, uh, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, any thoughts before we get started coach? No, I'm excited to look at the list. It's kind of fun. Fun aspect of this is to look at just some of these greatest players of the NTT, you know? Great. Great. Well, um, let's start with number 50. Who do we got at number 50, Coach? So we have Ford Thomas graduated in season 19 for the Harrisburg Crushers. Nice. So Ford played in three. um, He played in three and uh pntts mm-hmm. and um so you know you you know he's a good player if you know he only played in three he was kind of a shooting guard slash small forward for them he won three he was three-time all group um first team so um he made he made the all group team he averaged uh let me see this real quick um Uh, so his averages for the PNTT were 21 uh, points per game, uh, 4.5, 4.5 rebounds, uh, 1.9 assists, 1.2 steals, 0.3 blocks, and uh, two turnovers. Or sorry, I I think I got off the line. <laughs> uh, so yeah, 21 points. 4.5 rebounds, 1.9 steals, 1.2, uh, 1.2 steals, 0.3 blocks, and 1.05 uh, turnovers. Um, he shot 56.5 um, percent true shooting percentage. Um, he wasn't top 10 in any statistical category for the duration of the uh, 
of the tournament, but you know, you can tell he's um he had some skill and he really he really helped Harrisburg. Harrisburg in this tournament, they've been in it um I think let's see uh four times and they mm-hmm. went eleven and thirteen. They had two playoff appearances where they um fell out both times in the first game. So yeah, that's kind of Ford Thomas. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he had two like pretty significant games in his career. So I'm looking at his junior season. Uh, he was his best statistical game uh, against Seattle. So he put up mm-hmm. 34 points, eight rebounds, three assists, two steals. Um, Seattle was pretty bad that year. Um, but the game that really stands out a little bit more to me um, is his senior season game against Rockford in the regular season. So they won that game 96-93 to in overtime. And he put up 31 points on 12 of 26 shooting uh, and then had a block, two seals, and seven rebounds. Uh, and Rockford ended up going to the Final Four that year. So uh, he kind of picked it up um, in the regular season, his uh, senior year, to really, I think, boost himself up to the top 50. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Let's look at the next play. We got player. We got Austin Lavera out of Ocala. Austin played um, all four seasons in the PNTT. He has the re- he has a top ten finish for free throws um, with uh, seventy um, for his career. He shot fifty two percent true shooting percentage and eighteen points a game, three point five rebounds, one point four five assist, uh, five point five steals, point four. Um, turn uh, blocks and 2.3 uh, turnovers. He didn't get top 10 in any statistical category, but he was kind of a uh, shooting guard, point guard type guy that played um, and yeah, helped Ocala a lot. Ocala, um, Ocala has uh, made the playoffs um, twice and they mm-hmm. went third and they won one game. So, uh, yeah, any other thoughts on LeVarrett? No, I mean, I think he's here because he, he played – you said he played all four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just super consistent. There's nothing that, like, really stands out outside of his junior year. I think his junior year really propelled him to the, to the yeah. um, uh, top 50. He had game scores of 24, 24, uh, 24, 10. A couple bad games, but he scored, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, 27, 33, 29, 34 that season. Uh, hit, this season was way more, way more significantly uh, prevalent than any of his other seasons. So, really good junior season. Yeah. Um, at 48, we have Salt Lake City's Tanner Inouye. Uh Tanner only played three seasons, and he wasn't like he wasn't the biggest scorer or anything like that. He didn't have any top ten statistical categories, but um, he was he was two time All Group and one time All All Tourney. Um, he ended up with 19 points per game, 6.7 rebounds, 2.4 assists, 1.3 steals, 1.3 blocks, and 1.7 turnovers. This guy, he was just like, he played bigger than he was. I think he was Mm -hmm. 6'8", and he was a great defender. He could score a little bit. Um, And, you know, coach really relied on him, and honestly – He's a big reason they uh, they got to take home last year's uh, not last season but the season before that's uh, PNTT championship. Yeah, do you know which season he did not play in the PNTT um, Salt Lake City? I'm not exactly sure. I think it might have been season 19. It looks like maybe. Yeah, maybe. 
Because so uh, his uh, stats, uh, yeah, must have been his junior season. Yeah, his it was stats. 19. Yeah, his stats junior and senior season, which were nineteen and twenty, were like way more, way better than his freshman and sophomore year stats. So I think if he played junior season, we, we'd be talking about him as like a top ten guy because he put up just enormous numbers. But senior season put him back in the sort of top fifty, despite only mm-hmm. playing three seasons. So absolute stud his junior and senior season. Um, including a huge game against Erie where he put up 34 points and just kind of scattered other stuff around. So, yeah, really, really great player. All right, 47, Zachary, Zachary Coleman out of Boise, 24 games. So he played all four um, seasons. He, uh, he averaged 6.8 points, 7.1 rebounds, 3.3 assists, 0.9 um, steals. 1.2 blocks and only 0.7 turnovers. He doesn't look incredible um, by any means. You know, he wasn't he wasn't top ten in any uh, statistical category. But you know, um, you put in a lot of numbers over over time, and you play all four years. Um, he's a good defender. That um, yeah, and uh, you know, he ends up uh, being a glue guy, and he ends up getting in this top fifty list. Yeah, another guy who's just really, really consistent. Didn't even have, like, any huge games. You know what I mean? He's scoring four, somewhere between 4 and 13 points in every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then PNTT, there's one game where he scored 16. He just went nuts there. Um, but then was minus 17 on the floor, even though they won. But, um, but I think, you know, just a guy who's just, like, the definition of consistent glue guy. Yeah. Let's look at uh, Michael Zietler out of uh, Bloomington. He only played three seasons, 18 games, but he was in top 10 all-time in three-pointers with 46, and he actually shot 49% from three, which is pretty impressive. Um, And uh, you look at him, he had a 55% true shooting percentage, uh, 24 points a game, three rebounds, 4.2 assists, 0.7 steals 0.2 blocks and two turnovers he was two-time all group so he really held down point guard for Bloomington for a while um and uh yeah well he's he's still in the middle of his career so you said he's played three yes Yes. so he's only played three because he's a junior so to be this high on the list is as you know a guy who's yeah not even finished with his career he, he has a chance to make you know I don't know if he has a chance to maybe even make top 10. Um, but yeah, he, he had can... some, he had some enormous games, um, including his sophomore season last year. He had, they, they beat Rockford in overtime um, and he had 46 points, seven assists, wow. two steals. Yeah. The highest game score I've seen so far at 49.3, um, which is just like, if you get anywhere near 50, that is like best of the season uh, in any, on any team. So yeah. um this guy has a chance to make some real noise next year. Yeah, and I don't see him breaking the record for um, three-pointers um, just because he'd need a lot. <laughs> How many um, would he need to make? Uh, he'd need to make 25. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and he's making like 43 a season. So 43 a season? That's pretty good. No, no actually, um, I, I'm sorry, just messing. like f- 53 a season is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking PNTT. So, yeah, 40, right. 53. So, if he does what he can do, if he can do half of what he can do in a whole season, he'll be exactly. golden. Which is, um, yeah. It's going to be hard. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, 
Let's look at uh, for, uh, Luke Fry from Blacksburg. He played a little bit of a uh, small forward, power forward role for them. He only played three seasons. Um, is he still there? I... He is not. No, no, no. No, no. I didn't think so. So Blacksburg must have missed a year. He's not top 10 in any statistical category, but kind of like a do-it-all guy. He can get up to 21.1 points a game, uh, 6.5 rebounds, 2 assists, 1.3 steals, 0.7 blocks, 0.8 turnover. He was two-time all-group. Yeah, he's – I mean, he's a really good player. He can really do it all. You trust him with the ball. You trust him on defense. You trust him to rebound. You trust him to score. So that's just kind of the kind of player he is. Yeah, yeah. And he only missed uh, one season because we didn't do the PNTT yeah. as freshman season. So um, he, another guy who would be way higher, um, had some really, really good games through his career, but was also consistent. But he had a 31-point game, nine rebounds, three assists, two steals against Galveston from the small forward position, um, which is pretty crazy. So. Um, yeah, absolute stud that I was also considering maxing. So this yeah. one hurts a little bit, but yeah, absolute stud. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's look at the uh, next player. So we have the number uh, 44, Fernando Williams out of Erie. Um, one-time all-group, one-time all-tourney. He, he also only played three seasons. I'm not sure if that – he might. I think the coach might have missed the season. Um, but – he wasn't top 10 in the statistical category, but just a really efficient big man. 54.6% true shooting, um, 19 points per game, 10.6 rebounds, uh, 2.3 assists, 1.1 1. 1, uh, steals, 1.7 blocks, 0. 0.6 turnovers. Um, you love seeing all those numbers. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, missed his freshman season. And so we were doing the PNTT, but um... – uh, yeah, Erie's coach and WJ didn't start until uh, Fernando's sophomore season. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, they've been a little bit of a force in the PNTT until this year. And so, uh, yeah. just, again, just another really, really consistent guy. Uh, the three seasons that he did play, put up much bigger numbers his sophomore year because he kind of carried the weight of the offense that year a little bit more, but was really consistent his next couple of years. Yeah, next up we got William Daniels. William Daniels is a revelation for Waterloo. Um, at 43, he really helped them. Um, they were good, but um, once um, I feel like I feel like William Daniels um, was the point guard they really needed that helped put him over the top and get get to um, get another level. They, he had 129 assists, so he was top 10 in that category. He averaged 18 points per game, two point um, two point eight uh, rebounds, seven point one assists. 0.4 steals, 0.2 two blocks, 2.5 turnovers. He shot 61% uh, true shooting, um, percent, 62% true shooting percentage, and he was three-time all-group. So he's a really solid player. Um, yeah. yeah, he's kind of a um, – yeah, I mean, he's only an offensive force for them, you know, uh, 0.4 steals. He's actually in the middle of his junior year right now. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he's going to get another season here in the PNTT. But uh, he is like, um, you know, every single year. So his freshman year averaged 17 points, sophomore year 19 points, his senior year 22 points. That's on the whole season. Um, And so next year, I mean, he's going to average 25 points, right? Um, Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Also averaged about five 
anywhere between five and seven assists per game. Um, and so that's where we get these high scores where he's uh, dishing the ball, scoring, not turning the ball over a ton. Um, but next, can't... oh, go ahead. I was going to say next year could be a really big year for him without Cruz and Ingram. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like he's going to have to carry the weight. seems like the more he carries the weight, the less he passes, but um, he's still a fairly efficient shooter. All right. At number 42, we have Seattle's Jeremiah Addy. Um, he only, he also only played 18 games. Um, I think he might've missed a season. I'm not sure exactly. Or he might've started a little late. Um, he had, he was 61% true shooting and, uh, and he had 24 points a game, 8.9 rebounds, 1.3 assists, one, one steal, and 0.9 blocks and 1.2 turnovers. He was a uh, two-time all-group, and one time he was the group MVP. Yeah, this is another guy who uh, was a freshman the year we didn't have it. Um, I mean – he is nuts. He puts up like he put up enormous numbers his sophomore season, which is really interesting. But uh, his game score in, during the regular season of the sophomore season was 35, 32, 32, hmm. um, 26 points, 30, 33 points. Uh, and so I believe, no, they were in a regular group that year, just played Washington. They played some of their lower competition during the regular season, uh, and he just ate it up. So, again, another guy that we could have seen higher on the list had he gotten a full four seasons definitely at 41 there's Ahmed Arnold two-time all group one-time all tourney uh big man out of Erie um he is he is top 10 all-time in blacks um and uh yeah he had 19 points per game 19.8 points per game uh 11.3 rebounds 0.3 assists 1.1 uh steals 3.3 uh, blocks and 1.4, uh, yeah, 1.4 turnovers. He shot and he, and he shot 61% true shooting percentage, and he only played three seasons. This guy, man, if he could have got one more season, um, right, he could have been really high. Those are incredible numbers. Right, right. The issue is, is so this is he was um, Fernando Williams' running mate for all four mm-hmm. seasons. They kind of manned the four-five yeah. slot for uh, Erie. Um, his numbers actually were kind of low, though. Not low, but they were not as great his uh, freshman year. So I think he definitely benefits from, if you were to just extrapolate the data, he would be much higher. But recognizing freshman year, there's a little bit of a slump. But, I mean, yeah. that doesn't take away from just the incredible career he had in the PNTT. He once put up 36 points with nine rebounds against Inglewood uh, for a 42-game uh, score his senior season. Um, just an absolute animal. Yeah, and they had at least one. It might have been two runs to the uh, to the um, semifinals of the uh, um, of the PNTT. So, it's kind yep. of, yeah, they went. They made it to the playoffs three different times, and uh, they won four of those games. So I think they won two in the first, in two of those seasons, and then mm-hmm. won this past. So good team there, um, and yeah. I mean, Arnold is a big part of that. So next up, we got Colin Jenkins, the um, out of Boise. So he um, played all four seasons for Boise in the PNTT. He is top ten all time in uh, three pointers. Uh, he shot. He scored um, eighteen point eight points, one three point two rebounds, 
0.3 assists, 0.7 steals, 0.4 uh, blocks, and 1.5 turnovers. Um, he also shot 57% true shooting. Yeah, he he's so he played all four seasons. He's the guy that one of the guys that probably would have gotten knocked out of the top fifty had some of these other guys played um, four seasons, or he would be you know right on the verge. Yeah, um, he he was somewhat consistent. He scored a decent amount, not super efficiently all the time, but then he'd just have like absolute stinkers. So senior year, uh, he had a negative five point four game score uh, against Scottsdale, where he scored two points on one of ten shooting. Uh, he had another negative game score his sophomore year where he scored two points on uh, one of three shooting um, and uh, just t- had had a couple of stinkers. So uh, like a really good, consistent career outside of just some absolute duds. Yeah. Next up, we have Ethan Morris out of Bloomington. He played all four seasons in the PNTT and he is top 10 all time in uh, rebounds um, in the PNTT. Um, he's kind of like a power forward that plays a little, I mean, that can shoot and can rebound. Not the most amazing defender, but not bad either. So he had 15 point, 15 uh, points per game, 9.2 rebounds, uh, 0.4 assists, 0.3 steals, 1.5 blocks, and 0.8 turnovers. He wasn't – he didn't gain all groups. He was uh, 53 – uh, 53.8 um, true shooting percentage. So, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, they've always sort of, Bloomington has always sort of had um, scoring guards. And so he's never really carried the weight of their offense, scored about 13 points a game um, every season of his career. Uh, and so he wasn't hyper efficient either. So I don't think he ever could have carried the offense, but was at least a pretty consistent presence for them. Never really had like huge duds of games. Yeah. Next up, we have Walter Nolan of Reno. Um, Walter, also known as Warner Nolan. Yeah, Warner Nolan. That's Sometimes his family calls him Walter, though. Yeah. yeah. All his <laughs> friends do, at least. Um, yeah. So he played all four seasons. He wasn't top 10. He shot 56% true shooting, um, 16.4 points a game, 4.9 rebounds, 1.8 assists, 0.3 steals, 0.7. Uh, blocks 1.6 turnovers Um, I actually uh, caught up with coach uh, JS Cheese and he actually gave me a little snippet on Walter Nolan so um, or sorry Warner Nolan (laughs) Uh, listen in Warner Nolan was part of our 25-26 ranked recruiting class of season 17 got us to a number 43 overall ranking in season 19 Highest ranking in roller history. Best team we've ever had. Um, he's a solid, steady starter. Started for four years, averaged 15 and 5 over his career. Third all time in Reno scoring history, and is going to go down as one of the great all time rollers. All right. Well, there you hear it. Um, any thoughts on Warner? No, I mean, uh, really great, consistent player. Um, Again, he doesn't have any like eye-popping game scores, but was just another guy that was really consistent across the board and, and put up sort of his uh, anywhere from like 15 to 20 points per game for them. Yeah. Next up, we have Ethan Shepard out of Plainview. Only played three seasons for them, but, man, um, they were some 
there's some fun <laughs> seasons, you know, he, and he put up 16.9 points point or 9.1 rebounds, 2.3 assists, 1.1 uh, steals, 2.4 blocks and 0.9 uh, turnovers. He was three time all group one time, um, one time all tourney and then one time all group MVP. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, I, from what I remember, he was like a huge tie, right? Um, I think so. Uh, hard yeah, to remember yeah. everything. Yeah. Right, right. But it, if it's a name I remember, it's usually a guy that was like very highly recruited. Mm-hmm. I mean, he absolutely dominated his junior year. Um, yeah, he was. Now that I remember, he was a really big tie, big man. And yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, like I said, dominated his junior year outside a game against uh, Rochester. I mean, even then he scored 16 points, but that team was really good, that Rochester team, so can't blame him. Um, but um, was just, yeah, really, really efficient scorer for them, scoring 17, 18 points a game on around 58% true shooting. Um, yeah, I, I loved this guy. Uh, really, really good player and, and could have, again, been way higher on the list had, he, had we started it a year earlier. Yeah. And the same kind of goes for our next player, Austin mm-hmm. Burdett out of Waterloo, three-time all-group, one-time all-tourney, and one-time all-defense. Um, if team, he is uh, in the top ten in blocks. Um, he only, and he only played three seasons. That's pretty impressive right there. He mm-hmm. averaged um, – he only averaged 2.1 uh, point, 2.2 points a game, but he averaged – 11.4 rebounds, 5.3 assists, 1.3 steals, 4.2 blocks, and 1.1 turnovers. So that's 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 a lot right there. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he he was a beast for them. They and they miss him badly right now. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I mean, uh, <laughs> they'd miss him badly as they're in the uh, yes Sweet <laughs> yeah. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Big problems to have. But there's a good chance they would have won the PNTT this year if they had Burdett, That's true. you know. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. I mean, you think about this guy who is averaging like 2.3 points per game, 1.9 points per game, 1.8 points per game, and he's this high on the list. Yeah. There's a game, his junior season, he put up seven points, and then he had 14 rebounds, five offensive, 10 assists, two steals, four blocks. I mean, that was like not abnormal for him. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. a thir- 30 point game score uh, with scoring only seven points. So, um, I mean, this is like a, this is one of those guys where it's like, yeah, he's only going to be, um, what is he, 36th on the list um, yeah. and would be probably top 20 had he played all four seasons. But in my mind, he's like one of the top five guys of all time. Yeah, his uh, impact is so much greater. Right. Than sort of like the statistical output, right? Yeah. Um, 35, we have Jonathan Stone. He was part of that 1-1 class in uh, Santa Fe. I'm a big man. He was top 10 all-time in rebounds in the PNTT. Um, only one time all group. Uh, and he, and he, did all, he did play all four seasons. But he had 12.3 points per game, 10.3 rebounds, 2.3 assists, um, 0.9 steals, um, one point. Um, point, uh, point nine five, um, blocks and point eight turnovers. So, um, Jonathan Stone. Yeah, so he was running mates with um Caleb Bolden, which mm-hmm. we'll we'll let you decide if we're going to talk about him later. Um, 
but they were both sort of part of that big class, right? Yeah. Um, and you said he did play all four seasons, right? He did. Yeah. So once again, just like really consistent guy. Um, his game score was right around 20 pretty much every single game, like a game where he has seven and a game where he has 25, but like nothing that would be outside of sort of like that, um, that normal range. And so uh, a guy you could rely on a guy that just consistently put up numbers. And I'm, I'm interested in if he would just like have gone even crazier, had he not been part of that like bigger class, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, let's look at number 34. We got Joshua Stagel out of Boise. He was top 10 in free throws. Um, made he had 73 of those over the course of his time in the pntt um he shot 55 percent true shooting percentage with 19.2 points per game 3.1 rebounds 5.7 assists 0.5 steals 1 point or point um two blocks and 1.8 turnovers he was three-time all group um one-time all tourney and all freshmen um, in the NTT. It's really a bummer. He only got to play three seasons. It is because he's playing next season too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, it, he's actually in the middle of his junior year. I'm assuming, did Boise sign up? I'm assuming they did. They yeah, they did. Year, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's at, it's a bummer, but guess what? He gets to go up <laughs> in, the, in the ratings. Um, listen to this one game. I mean, he had like some pretty great games, but, uh sophomore season two seasons ago they beat st louis 90 to 67 he scores 29 points on 84 percent true shooting well went 11 for 13 from the field six for nine from free throws which is nice um and then had six assists as well in that game uh i mean just like uh sort of like who is that one point guard who was really highly recruited a couple of years ago for paducah um oh man um, you know who i'm talking about yeah i do but <laughs> i yeah I, so I this guy remember. Yeah, so Stiegel is like essentially in the same sort of mold as him. Yeah, uh, is going to score you twenty points a game, eight assists per game, um, anywhere from six to eight, um, which is just like a really, really great point guard to have. Again, not super defensive, um, average anywhere between point three and point nine steals per game. Um, but hey, maybe he t- makes a big def- jump defensively next year. Yeah, you were thinking of Michael Ector. Ector, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, really solid player. I'm excited to see what he does next year. Um, number 33, we have Raymond Glover. Have you ever heard of him? Nope. Is his coach active? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, (laughs) no, but this guy was incredible. Only three seasons, unfortunately. Uh, 22.3 points per game on 64% true shooting. 5.2 rebounds, 0.7 assists. 1.8 1.8 steals, 0.8 blocks, and 2.1 uh, turnovers. He was all time three-time all group. So every time he was in the tournament, he was all group and one-time all tourney. What did this guy mean to your program? I mean, a championship. Yeah. Uh, so what's crazy? The lesser the, championship. Right. Yeah. 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 Not the, lesser, the real one. Right. The NTT championship. Uh, his sophomore season. You know what's crazy with him? Um, is the more he shot, the more efficient he was. So like junior season, uh, he started off the year and he's like, I'm like, holy crap, he's going to shoot a lot. Uh, and game scores of 22, 32, 44. Um, in that 44 game score game, he scored 37 points and 73% true shooting. Like he, he started off the year going crazy. And then he's like, eh, I don't want to shoot anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was just like, uh, so he was a plus 10 guy. He was only fair in hands. Um, and I think his excellent uh, intelligence actually hurt him. Like I could not get the man to shoot. Too smart. Uh, to, yeah, to, to save my life. And it's like, maybe he then does go down a little bit in true yeah. surety percentage if he's taking bad shots. But, um, you know, uh, even in his worst NT, or PNTT year is the year we won the NTT. So it's kind of bittersweet that we won the NTT but couldn't win the PNTT. Yeah. Um, and that's the year, you know, I started like uh, two and three, uh, including also a loss to Denver, who wasn't that great that year in the exhibition. And I was like, yeah. what am I going to do? And then I rattled off uh, 18 straight to win the uh, NTT. So uh, I am forever indebted to this guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm still looking for my next Raven Glover. Yeah, for sure. And you can't fault him too much for, you know, not being able to bring home the PNTT. How many how many players do we see that can win an NTT but just can't that, – that, that PNTT just becomes – it's just so elusive to so many right. great players. Right, right. It seems like we have like 12 a year that yeah. can't, can do it, yeah, and then can't, yeah. Um, next up, number 32, we have Brett Murphy of Reno, the Rollers. Um, so uh, he played all four seasons. He was, um, he was top 10 in offensive rebounds, uh, top 10 in assists, um, he wasn't a scorer by any means. He only had 1.3 <laughs> points per game, 8.6 rebounds, 5.3 assists, 0.8 steals, 2.0 uh, blocks, 1.3 turnovers. Two-time all-group. And uh, this is what Coach J.S. Cheese had to say about Brett Murphy. Brett Murphy is everything you want out of a glue guy solidified the center position for us for the last four years. About 28 assists away from being the all-time leader in roller history. Going to end up second all-time in boards as well. Um, not a good scorer. You know, he didn't really care too much to score. Pretty unselfish, but he dished the rock well. Played some solid D. Averaged about two blocks a game over this career. Yeah, so there you have it. Yeah, I mean, I mean Brett Murphy... You know, he'd have a wide-open layup and pass it up just so he can bolster those assist numbers, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but he made a video where he was teaching you how to get offensive rebounds. Uh-huh. And he's like, look, if the ball, if a sh- one shooter goes like this, you know it's going to come off this way, so you get to go over there. And then another shooter, because he shot this way, would go over – you know what I mean? So he would, yeah. he would make videos for us about rebounding, um, dyed his hair, wore a uh, – uh, wedding dress, you know, yep. got a nose piercing, was dating, Car- dating Carmen Electra for a little bit. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the floor, really unselfish. Off the floor was a pretty selfish guy, but, hey, you can't blame him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching that documentary. It was yeah, it, it's really good. The, the final dance or something? Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. 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 So, Brett Murphy, everybody. Yeah. Um, okay, the final player of this list. We have Raymond Bowens, um, current junior, is that correct, out of yep. Frankfurt? So he's still going. He's still got another year. He could climb really high uh, if he does – yeah, if he plays his cards right, right? Um, mm-hmm. 22 points per game, 59% true shooting percentage, uh, 5.2 rebounds, 3.4 assists, 0.5 steals, point. 
five blocks, uh, 0.9 turnovers, two-time all-group, two-time all-tourney, and all-freshman team player, uh, Raymond Bones. Yeah, and he's even still trying to cap- recapture that freshman magic he had mm-hmm. uh, in the PNTT. I mean, this man started on fire. Uh, comes in, gets game scores of 31, 31, 33, 22, 23, 22 in the PNTT. And then since then is like not real. I don't think he's had a game that's been above 30. Yeah, he's had one game since then this season um, that's been above 30 game score. So really trying to recapture that. He seems to get up for the big games, but he did have a sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. Um, so excited to see if he sort of recaptures that freshman magic his uh his senior season, because that's what's really carrying him up to this 31 rank. Yeah, for sure. All right, and that is our list from 50 to 31. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Any thoughts on the list as a whole and as we continue to go on? Coach? No, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to, again, continue to see this list uh, get longer and longer. I mean, we have had how many players – Hold on, I'm almost there. Oh my gosh, there's more than I realize. Uh, yeah, this is not like a, a a minor list. You know, we've had 1,311 players play in the PNTT. Yeah. And so top 50. I mean, that's got to be at least what 15 percent, 20 percent of the of how many players? I'm kidding about that math, by the way. Um, You're great at math. Who, yeah, yeah. For those who are too slow to catch it, like cheese. Um, <laughs> But, no, I'm excited to see this list, you know, get more and more elite as we play more and more PNTT seasons. Because one thing we know, uh, DTL might not be forever, but the PNTT is. That's a very good point. Yeah. Very good point. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Jimmy, for coming on. And uh, hopefully we'll be back to uh, finish this up soon. Yep. Yeah. Excited. Sweet. All right, well, that was good. Yeah, yeah, that went well. I enjoyed it. It was fun taking a trip yeah. down memory lane. Right. I, I didn't know Never which mind. players are current. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the like player pages, so it's, it's so how hard I did. to. Yeah. One to of them was in my player was in my conference. It's like I should know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do what you got to do. Um, it was just easy shots for me to take. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was I going to ask? Oh, is how I did it okay? No, that was great. Okay, cool. cool. That was great. Cool. Well, um, yeah, other than that, I think, uh, when do you want to do the next one? Uh, I could do during the day again tomorrow. If, if you have like an hour in the middle of Maybe. the day. I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, it's, I feel like life's getting crazy right now. Sure, that's fair. Yeah. I'm pretty much busy all day Saturday. That's all I know. Me too. Okay. Me too. Yeah. yeah. We don't even have to rush to get through them all. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's we can like do we it can next release week. this and let it, yeah, and let it build. Uh-huh. So. And then, uh, yeah, Saturday I have to film for our vision dinner. I'm oh, like, got it. I'm like emceeing it. It's all virtual. Oh, cool. And then, that's fun. And then uh, I'm getting my vaccine at night and and working. So I'm going to be like exhausted trying to catch up on sleep after that. So plus the tournament. So great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. 
Yeah, sounds exciting. You're probably not. Are you into the term or not? Really? Or... Uh, not. I mean, I'm not as into college basketball as I usually have been. I don't know why, but I just feel like I don't have as much energy for like hobbies, so I use it on detail. Um, so this year, yeah, I don't know. I've it just have been worn out. But were so you I'll, never I mean, in a Lions fan? Uh, growing up, I was. Yeah, okay. I was until I them. went to Northwestern. Well, like my freshman year of college, like everyone knew I went to Northwestern. So then everyone would like rag on me before Northwestern games and then we'd smoke them. And then people would be like, oh, you got lucky. And so then I was just like, oh, my gosh, like you have this like people actually had like a superior complex about like Illini sports. And then we'd beat them every year. And it's just like, I yeah. mean, we're they're, better than you. They're so pretty it's just good this annoying. year. Yeah, they are there. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. You were that little kid crying when Northwestern. <laughs> that, yeah, he was the was athletic you. director's he was the athletic director's son. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, the guy who just got hired for I think he's now the ACC like all ACC athletic director. Yeah, at commissioner. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's ACC. Um hmm. so he's like actually kind of a big deal, Jim Phillips, but uh his uh his son is hilarious. I didn't know that was his son. Yeah. But, okay, I got to go to the bathroom again. Right. This will be the seventh, sixth time today. Oh, gosh. All right. Yep. I'll see you later.